Myth. The myth is that right now in this market, you have to waive appraisal. I can tell you it's not true. Very few of the buyers that we're working for have had to completely waive appraisal. Here's some reasons why. One, we don't know what the appraisal is going to come in at. I've dealt with some very, uh, let's just say it lightly, terrible appraisers where their opinion of value means nothing to me because they are not looking at the data that we're looking at. Um, and so not knowing who the appraiser is going to be should set, a, set the stage for how we negotiate. That's something that's out of our control. Our lender is going to choose the appraisal through a third-party appraisal management firm. It's out of our control. It could come in and be the worst appraisal you've ever seen. So if you've waived appraisal, you're subject to that, right? Now, there's many cases where that's a very low risk. An example would be in a townhome community where there's 10 of the same sales and they've been within a very small margin of each other. We can reasonably assume that's a very low risk that we're going to get a very low appraisal um, if we're in line with the market, right? So certain, we, we just want to make sure we're evaluating what the risk is. A lot of buyers lately have been telling me, I hear you've got a wave appraisal and it's certainly not the case. But what we are doing a lot of is uh, agreeing to appraisal gap coverage with limited um, gap coverage. What this would mean, let's say we're writing a $300,000 offer and that's an aggressive offer based on this particular house. We could come in and say, we're writing a $300,000 offer. We're going to pay up to $10,000 over appraisal if the appraisal is an issue at a final price not to exceed $300,000, right? What that means is if the appraisal came in at 290, we're still gonna appraise, still gonna close at 300, follow? So we're, we're taking away risk of fall through for the seller. We believe the value's there. We've seen plenty of other property, right? We think the value is here. If we have to come up with an additional 10 to make this happen at this price, we're willing to do that, right? That's the kind of conversation that's going on in this situation. Now, let's say it comes in at 280. Well, that means now we're gonna put down, we're gonna be willing to close at 290 if the appraisal comes in at 280. Now, that's not a settled price because now this has to change contractually and the seller would have to agree with that. All we're saying is that, hey, we're willing to start the negotiation $10,000 higher than where the appraisal came in. So, hey, Mr. Seller came in at 280, we're willing to still pay $10,000 over appraised price. And as a buyer, we're gonna negotiate it that way, right? We're willing to pay over appraised price, um, come down and meet us. If they had 20 offers and people willing to waive, waive you know, other parts of the contingencies and people still knocking on the door saying they'll buy the house, that might not be sufficient. That deal might not go through, but it did get us in the door and give us the opportunity to negotiate. There's nothing that's going to keep us from still going up and saying, okay, fine, we'll still close at 300 because we think the value's there. We would just have to bring the difference, a total of 20,000 in that situation, over and above your down payment. What you need to know is the lender is going to expect your down payment and your loan situation to be based, be based off of the appraisal. So in that 280 situation, if you're putting down 20%, you're going to put down 20% of 280, and then you're going to put down the additional 20,000 over, okay? Let's talk through another scenario. Let's say you're putting 20% down. And this is why it's important to have a lender and an agent who can collaborate and come together, work with you to find, okay, what's the different strategies we can take in these scenarios? 
So let's say you're putting 20% down. So at $300,000, that's a $60,000 down payment, okay? If we scale down, because the offer came in at 280, or the appraisal came in at 280, let's scale down, and we're now at 280, we need to come up with that additional $20,000. Maybe we're gonna do 10% down, so $28,000 of the 280, and then we're gonna bring the additional $20,000. So we've actually gone from $60,000 down in this scenario to now we're at 48,000. We've actually lowered our down payment and we could still make that situation play out, okay? Without bringing additional money to the table. Yes, your monthly payment's gonna go up. Yes, you still could put down more money. Um, but these are the options. We wanna make sure when we go into a negotiation, we know all of the tools in our tool belt. So this is a situation in a, a, that, that happens not infrequently. So in this scenario, if you're willing to go down to a 10% loan at a lower price, then we could effectively write the offer, $300,000 offer, we're willing to go up to $30,000 or $32,000 over appraisal if the appraisal's an issue at a price not to finally um, exceed $300,000. We've made ourselves significantly more desirable as an offer, right? There's a That's effectively an appraisal waiver because that's, I mean, you're talking 10% of the property you're willing to come up with in cash by scaling down your mortgage. So these are just some of the tools we're using constantly. If you wanna talk about this more, let's do that. We can lay it out. It makes sense when you start seeing it on paper, you start seeing the changes made. Um, and, and we've just gotta make sure we fully understand this before we get into it. Final thing I'll tell you, and, and I referenced it earlier regarding appraisals. There are so many, um, so many nuances in an appraisal that and I, I preach this all the time when we're, when we're looking at properties together as, as a buyer, you've got to start to understand the value of these homes to you based on the market you're looking in, right? Because there's a lot of things that are uh, irrelevant to an appraiser that are going to be extremely valuable to you as a buyer, okay? One of those, let's just use an easy example, would be a pool. You definitely want a pool without question. So there's a $300,000 home next door to the one you're looking at that's sold with no pool and it's the exact same house as the one you're looking at except this one has a pool. Well, an appraiser is gonna give that about twelve dollars to $15,000 adjustment. From three hundred, they're gonna say, well, that's a three twelve dollars to three fifteen dollars valuation on this property, right? Comparing apples to apples. In your head, you know, and I can tell you, I mean, you're, you're talking $40,000 minimum on a pool right now and six to eight months of effort to get it done just because they're so delayed, supply chain, labor, the prices have gone up, the time it takes to get it in is, is, is incredible. So if the house next door is listed at 325, right? That feels like a really good deal to you as a buyer because you definitely need a pool. You're definitely gonna have to refinance or come up with money for putting one in if you were to find one without a pool. So that value is gonna be very different to you than it is to, that, to the appraiser. Right, and there's a lot of little things we can chat through. Um, that that is certainly the case. So, hope this is helpful, just in kind of unpacking and exploring some things that we can do. We want to make sure if we haven't done a sit down with you um, to really talk through some of these scenarios and what's specific. Everybody doesn't have all these tools. We want to make sure we know what the tools are that we do have access to. So, have a great day. Let me know if you need anything on this. Feel free to reach out. Getting in person and talking through your specific situation is uh, always the best way to do it. Talk soon.